Hey, if you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world, world of, food. of food. This is the more you know edition. First, did you know about $800 million worth of shopping carts are stolen from stores worldwide every year? Second, the Cheesecake Factory's menu has 250 items and is around 6 thousand words that thing is a book Mm. and finally in the world of food if you love drinking coke you'll be fascinated to know that during world war ii coca-cola made a special clear version of coke for the soviet union called white coke all (laughs) because one of their top generals loved the stuff but didn't want it to look like the american version and wanted Mm. it to resemble vodka (laughs) so they didn't put any coloring in it and it was white coke that's propaganda at its finest yeah. right there. <laughs> you know those times in your life where uh, you're trying to be encouraging to someone and you just are searching for the right words to say? We're going to talk about that in just a minute. Boy, I think the longer you're on this earth, the more you realize there are just things that you just, there's questions you can't answer this side of heaven. And sometimes when you're trying to encourage someone in your life, you're looking for the right words to say. And that was me today. Um, I have a friend who, it is the one year anniversary of her son passing away, her only child passing away in a car accident. And you think, what do I do? You know, what could I say that would possibly encourage her on a day like today? And I I love that she knew herself. She just took a vacation day. She's Mm. like, I'm not even going to try to, to go to work on a day like this when I'm hurting. And so it was really neat. It popped up in my devotional today, the perfect timing, uh, these words and see if this, this touches you. If you're going through some unanswered questions in your life right now, all the pain you're carrying doesn't scare God. He can absolutely handle your questions, fears, and even your anger. Just keep coming to him. Trials can make us cling to Christ or flee from Christ. Cling to him. You may not grasp why this hardship is still present in your life. This is where you put into practice the truth you've learned when things weren't tough. It's a daily surrender and trust. And I just love that God promises us no matter what kind of sorrows or pain we're going through, that he, that we're never alone. He promises never to leave us. And that is just something you can cling to today. So what's the furthest, Taylor, you've ever traveled for food? Like uh, specifically, like I want to eat this and I'm willing to travel for mm. it. 10 miles, 20 miles, a day's drive, maybe another state. I mean, my, my wife and I, it, we didn't go to Baltimore for crabs, but we went to Baltimore. We we're like, we're getting steamed crabs because you can't get these anywhere else. That tastes like this, except here in Baltimore. Um, so we've gone that far. But uh, black bears, black bears in the Great Smoky Mountains, they're traveling up to 30 miles right now to find something to eat, and that is causing some problems. We'll talk about it next. So have you ever uh, traveled for food? I think we've all had a story of, uh, for most of it's probably like like my wife and I, where we're, we happen to be in a place where like, oh, we've got to have this. Like Like Taylor, if you went to Philadelphia. You oh, gotta, I had to have a cheesesteak. Gotta have a cheesesteak. Yeah, we did when we right? were there. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Or you go to Chicago, you gotta try the deep dish pizza. Right. Right? You got. You have to do those things. But bears, um, they're not traveling for food because they want to. They're traveling for food right now because they gotta fatten up for hibernation. And some of them will walk up to 30 miles just for a good feeding area. And it's causing all kinds of problems, particularly this year. They don't know why. In the Great Smoky Mountains where the black bears are like on a rampage trying to uh trying to find something to something to fatten themselves up
the fastest way I know to get a picnic basket. <laughs> but anyhow, they've had to close some of the most popular hiking trails. Yeah. Because there's so many bears just out wandering around. And <laughs> yeah, we've been talking about that on the show. That's crazy. Like, what what are they? Are they looking for berries? Are they looking for what do they want? What kind of food do bears eat? No, or they just want people food because it's so yeah, delicious. Yeah, I was going to say if they're they're wandering onto the hiking trails, they want trail mix. They want they they want your <laughs> they want your kind bar, the M and M trail mix, <laughs> right. the good kind. <laughs> right, that, that's what they're looking for. Uh, sniff a cliff bar, boo boo. <laughs> just run up behind that human. They'll yell and run. I have <laughs> Leave something their food behind. that's happening with me and animals in the woods. And I think it's related to what you're talking about with the black bears. I'll I'll tell you huh. about it in just a minute. Okay. I couldn't resist Googling what black bears eat because you were talking about how they're making, uh, they're closing trails I because told you the what bears. They eat. The fastest way I know <laughs> to get a picnic basket. <laughs> I mean, didn't you watch cartoons when you were a kid? You know what? I'll keep it like nice and like cartoony. Basically, they'll eat anything that humans will eat, like, but add in a few other animals. <laughs> like, they're not. Vegetarians, yeah, and they're not particular. <laughs> yeah, yikes! But no, what's been happening to me? You know, I one of my favorite things in the world to do is to go for a trail run and be in the woods and get some exercise. And the squirrels and the chipmunks have been scaring me to death. I think they're getting ready for winter, mm-hmm. and they sound so loud. And what happened to me yesterday was something that's never happened to me in my life. I've seen a chipmunk, you know, like dart away, like real quick. This was the first time, I'm not kidding you, this chipmunk ran side by side with me on the trail for like longer, like long enough for me to be like, dude, what are you thinking? <laughs> and I realized you during the show earlier in the day had eaten peanuts. And I wonder if the chipmunk smelled peanuts on me because it was in the air. But I'm like, and I was trying to think if I had eaten any nuts. <laughs> I know you're on the other side of the studio, but. I could smell it. It smelled like peanut butter as you chewed the peanuts during the show. So and I was you think like, the chipmunk was like, Ooh. maybe the chipmunk was like, ooh, I smell peanuts. And a chipmunk voice, you got him. Got in my clothes. Peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good off the top of my head, right? Dave, Dave, can I have some peanut butter? <laughs> <laughs> So we're all dealing with inflation every day. It seems like prices are always going up, 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 up. Um, but there is one business that seems to be inflation proof. Not only that they raise prices across the board on every item and they, their sales went up. Not just I'm not just talking money made, but they sold more of their stuff. Than they nor than they do at any other time. I don't know if it's uh, when you hear who it is. I don't know if it's, it's comforting or what. Is but, it food? Yes, it is comforting. Do you want to take a guess who it is? It, it's food uh, and it's comforting. They comfort. raised their prices in the, uh, let's see. And their sales um, went up. Not, not obviously they made more money, but the amount of stuff they sold went up despite the fact that they're charging more for it. I'm going to say Chick-fil-A. Ma- maybe theirs did too, but the one that went up 6%. People can't live without their Big Mac. Oh, interesting. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're way back to like they're exceeding pre-COVID levels of how much food they're moving, despite hmm. the fact that their prices went up uh, like considerably. But you know, wasn't wasn't cheap. People love their That's Mickey D's. Fascinating. Yeah. So that no more dollar isn't aren't they famous for their dollar menu? Yeah, McDonald's? I don't know. I, I wonder if they still have that. 
I don't know if they do or not. The article does not say. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, but yeah I get it. Because like you go out on a given weekend and restaurants are so crowded. You're like, wait, what recession? Like, yeah. what? What? It says their positive Inflation. momentum came despite menu prices increasing 10% year over year. Back mm. to you, Taylor. Back to you. Yeah. So okay. people love their uh, they love their golden arches and the 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 you know inflation be darned they're gonna they're gonna eat their fries anyway and I get it those are some good fries coming up you're gonna love this story about the kindness of strangers hey this is your guaranteed to put you in a good mood story of the day good news. have you ever experienced a random act of kindness check this out it was Kason. Uh, who lives in Mountain Grove, Missouri, uh, his birthday, it was his birthday, turning eight years old, and he accidentally did what so many kids do. He let go of his birthday balloons. Around 500 miles away, a guy named Todd in Cleveland, Tennessee, was mowing his yard. While he was mowing, he was praying, asking God how he can bless people that God puts in his path. Mm -hmm. When he noticed the balloons stuck in his fence, they were attached to an envelope that contained the business the balloons came from and Kaysen's school name. Well, he, Todd used that information to send handmade gifts created in his wood, wood shop, including a bat with Philippians 413 carved on it hmm. and $100. Wow. So Kaysen ended up going from losing his balloons on his birthday having the best birthday ever. Right. Hashtag winning. Isn't that awesome? Go Todd. <laughs> Have you ever had this happen? Your son or your daughter is whining and complaining about something and you finally decide, all right, game on. <laughs> I have a friend that's doing that right now. It's pretty hmm. funny. I'll tell you what's going on in just a minute. The one thing I've learned in life is parenting is hard and being a mom is really, really hard. And I watch it every day with my my four sisters are all moms. I have lots of friends that are moms. And um, what really gets discouraging is you work, 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 work for your kids. You do, 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 do. And then they complain. And a friend of mine got one of those complaints from her teenage daughter the other day. She said, Mom, sometimes I wish you were just like one of those Pinterest moms. Mm. And she just looked mm. at her like... Okay, mm. <laughs> we. I have this great house you're living in. I feed you every day. I make sure you have clothes and I help you with your homework. So I'm. I you want a Pinterest mom? So she got a little feisty about it, and she's decided it's game on. So and her daughter was referring to Christmas, and so she went to one of those dollar places, and she's going to create a hot chocolate station in the house. With like a little sign, it was everything was a dollar. They're decorating for Christmas this coming weekend already. I mean, we barely All are taking down the pumpkins. To the child, she's just like, yeah, she's Ain't just like, no way. I'm gonna show her. I, I, you know, and I, it's uh. not like capitulation. It's more like she's having fun with the complaints, the huh. whining, like. Game on. I'll show you Pinterest-worthy huh. household. And so, yeah, they're going to have their house completely decorated for Christmas by the end of the first weekend in November. <laughs> should have responded with, I wish you were a Pinterest kid, but, you know, we all get what we get. <laughs> imagine, I, imagine my disappointment yeah. when I compare you to other children, honey. <laughs> but for you parents, man, the work that you put into your kids, you save and scrimp for a vacation and then they complain about it. Oh, yeah. Uh, my heart just goes out to you. That is so tough. Hmm. 
Mindy, what's going on, girl? Uh, I can so relate to that, Mom. My, my kids don't typically complain, um, but not too long ago, my son was came home. He's a senior in high school. He said, Mom, I get so jealous sometimes. All the kids talk about sausage and scrambled eggs and bacon for breakfast in the morning. And I'm like, dude, we got cereal, we got toast, we got yogurt. I'm a teacher. It's all we can do in the morning. He's like, I know. And I said, dude, you were just born into the wrong family. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Better luck next time, pal. <laughs> I know. I was like, sorry, man. I hate it for you. You know where I thought you were going to go, Mindy? I thought you were going to go, well, you can watch a YouTube video and learn how to make scrambled eggs and sausage. <laughs> You're welcome oh, to know, get right? up early and make it for us. <laughs> what 17-year-old has time for that? Right. So. <laughs> uh, well, hang in day. there. It's a lot of work being a mom. We appreciate you, Mindy. Hey, want to put that spark back into your relationship? This could be the secret The power of a romantic getaway. 42% of Americans have fallen back in love with their other half after going on vacation together. Uh, Time to escape, the pressures of daily life, parenting, and more helps couples reconnect and focus on each other for a change. And you know who's really good about that? My dad would take my mom for like a weekend getaway at least once a year. Hmm. They would just go like... Even just an hour away yeah, and stay in a hotel just so that they could get away from the five daughters and all that drama and just focus on each other. <laughs> I wonder if your mom was ever like, an hour's not enough. We need to go further. <laughs> go, go three more exits. <laughs> <laughs> I'll feel better. Yeah. <laughs> Do you get excited about saving money? Coming up, here's a trick savvy shoppers all know. Do you get excited about saving money? Here's a trick that savvy shoppers all know. They throw impulsive spending out the window. Mm. Oh, man. I do Mm. that just at the grocery store. (laughs) Right. Uh, They take uh, 30% longer to make a purchase than other people. And what's wild, close to 70% of people in a recent survey consider themselves to be a savvy shopper. And uh, this is kind of an interesting savvy shopper story, Kev. My um, my niece just started in college. She's in another state, a freshman. The dryer ate her comforter. I mean, literally burned it. <laughs> and so she needs a new one. And uh-huh. my sister put it in her cart. And it was so expensive. And she's like, oh, what if the dryer does that again? Mm-hmm. So she waited. Day after day went by. It finally went de- whittled down to 50% off. Oh, no sitting kidding. there in her cart. Uh-huh. And then she bought it. Nice. Isn't that cool? Yeah, I've never that, heard of that happening before, but I've, I've, I've heard that, stories, but it's never happened to someone I know. They've got me on things where I've I've put something in a cart, like a website or whatever, and I go, ah, I'll think about it. Maybe I'll get it later. And then I get an email. Hey, did you forget something? Here's an extra 20% off. Ooh. Yeah, and it gets me. It totally gets me because I'm already on the fence and that's the... That's a little push. Yeah. Now I'll buy it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So if my wife is listening right now, and you brought up impulse shopping. And you're like, have you impulse shopped recently? And I said, no. She'd be looking at the radio going, yes. Yes, you have. I pay the bills. I see it. Yes, uh-huh. you have. So uh, I'm wondering in your relationship, who's more likely to do the impulse buying? Is it you or is it your better half? Think about it, Taylor. Okay. And let's find out on you with you and Glenn, who's most likely. But we'd love to hear from you, too. Okay, so we're talking about who's the bigger impulse buyer in your family. Is it you or your better half? And I have to say for me and Tracy, on the surface, it looks like I am. But it depends on the situation. Situationally, Tracy will be total impulse buyer. I'm talking about when she goes through one of those big box discount stores and they have the sampling people. Mm. The sample will get her. And she, she shared with me the other day 
that she feels obligated. If she takes the sample, she feels obligated to get it. Oh, really? Yes. I and don't. My daughter April and my daughter Amber said the same thing. No way. Yeah, and there's got to be psychology behind it. That's why they do it. It's a. I'm obviously get a taste of it. And you're like, oh, I'd like more of this. I totally took some nuts but, the other day at the grocery store, and I did not. It was just a regular grocery store. It wasn't mm-hmm. the big box store. I mm-hmm. didn't feel any obligation to buy it at all. Yeah, I went to get a. Uh, they have these seasoned pretzels. Uh, at the grocery store, and they always have a little sample thing right oh, in front really? of them. And I went because I was going to buy a bag, and they had a sample, and I was like, "Ooh, I'll have a handful for the road." I I was already buying them, right? But I was just like, "Did you just say a handful?" Well, I took the tongs and filled my hand with them. I didn't just put my <laughs> hand in there. But I mean, you filled your hand. It wasn't oh, a yeah, sample. Just thinking, it was oh, a snack. No, it was yeah. Oh, if it if it had been uh, in a bag, it would have been. A, it would have been a intent. full serving. No, that's clearly like, wasn't. So you can just taste. Clearly it. wasn't. But that's the price you pay for just leaving food lying around like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So uh, back to the whole point of this. If it's that scenario, my wife will impulse buy more than I will, and she also will impulse buy if she's out at the clothing store with our daughters, particularly our uh. youngest daughter, April. Because April is at that age where she can wear absolutely anything and it looks fabulous. So she's pretty much like Tracy's living baby doll. <laughs> she dress, she likes to dress her up. That's fun for April. All yeah. those oh, free clothes. April's the benefactor awesome. of all of it. And Tracy <laughs> Tracy gets to impulse shop yeah. and dress April like she wants. So in those scenarios, she's more likely. But I'm more likely to, I'll hear a song. I lo- Like I hear a new song that we play. And I'll go and look the artist up, and I'm ordering the CD. I don't even have to hear more than just that one song. I want to hear the whole thing. And you or, want to own I'm, the music. Or I'm downloading it. Yeah, but but I will totally impulse that. Absolute music is my, that's my big time impulse buy. But what about you? Who, who in your relationship is more likely to impulse buy? Hey, Rebecca, we're talking about impulse buying, and who's more likely to do an impulse buy? Is it you or your better half? It's definitely my husband, 100%. Uh-oh, what's he buying? <laughs> He buys everything, but he always leads with, but it's easy pay. It's six easy pay. <laughs> oh, so he's <laughs> spreading it out. I gotcha. Yes. So his favorite is QVC, without a doubt. And with all the Christmas <laughs> stuff coming out, I'm really scared. Oh, no. Because okay. he ever bought something, you're like, wow, he really had something there. That was a great impulse buy. Or is it usually, usually stuff that collects stuff? Yeah, after the fact? Yeah. Okay. After the fact, like actually just this week, it was a Christmas tree. Oh, so, cool. and it was a Christmas tree for our bedroom specifically. And he was like, but we can put all of our Disney stuff on it. <laughs> Aww. He's more so of a Pinterest like, guy all than of you. Our Disney stuff that I impulse bought. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Love it. Thanks for sharing a little bit of your life with us, Rebecca. So, Taylor, you never said who with you and Glenn oh, is the bigger impulse um, buyer, you or him? I would think. It's, I would think it's got to be me. Yeah. But you know what I'm really impulsive about? What? If, if like Christmas is coming mm-hmm. and I, I get so stressed out about what to get people. I found out, for example, the other day, my sister was going to take her twin to go do something when she comes to visit. Yeah. And I went, I got it. I got it. That'll be my Christmas present for both of you. <laughs> I, and I've, I've got the because I'm like woo experience gift check it off the list so I can be very impulsive with stuff like that here's your guaranteed to put you in a good mood story of the day good news okay when you picture yourself in your 80s what do you imagine like playing golf knitting sipping iced tea on the porch in Sitting a rocking chair somewhere on the beach <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
Well, not 83-year-old Shirley. She's pretty amazing. She decided after her husband passed away from cancer, you know what? I'm not sitting in that rocking chair. I'm not going to learn to knit. I'm going to go volunteer with Samaritan's Purse disaster response teams all over the U.S. And she's one of their star volunteers. The first time she volunteered, they were like, hey, would you like to sit down in a chair? And she's like, no, yeah. give me a shovel. <laughs> she kept working. Yeah, she shovels debris. She mudded out flooded homes, hauls construction materials. Did we mention she's 83 years old? <laughs> she just has such a special ministry because when she talks to homeowners who have experienced loss, she can totally relate because she lost her husband. Hmm. And she shares with them that it's easy to get lost in what you've lost, but that the Lord is good and he'll always be with them through every step of the way. Love her story. And you can hear more great stories about Samaritan's Purse at SamaritansPurse.org. That's SamaritansPurse.org. Do you feel like you're dealing with a ton of stress in your life coming up? This can help. Do you feel like you're dealing with a ton of stress in your life? Everybody. Yeah. Hey, this may be beneficial. Having a pet can help you stay calm under pressure and cope with stress. Yeah. According to new research, the more you interact with your pet by going for walks or playing with them, the higher your mental health score. Hmm. So you must be really healthy with five dogs and a cat. Either my mental health score will be really high or I'm super stressed (laughs) (laughs) and have the need for for five dogs and a cat. You know those people in your life that just seem like they they make everything better. Hmm. When they're around, you feel uplifted, you feel joyful. You're just like, yes, so-and-so is coming. We're going to talk about that in just a minute. You know those people that just make life better? I mean, when they're around, you're just automatically in a better mood. And a lot of times parents are that person in their child's life. And this is the sweetest story. There's this little boy named Blake who lives in Delaware. And he has a disease called spina bifida. And so he has to use a wheelchair. And four years ago, his parents, they sound like super fun, amazing people, Eric and Megan, They started making him costumes that go around his wheelchair Hmm. so they can go through the neighborhood and he's all decked out. Yeah. Well, this year um, and they make these themselves. They're super crafty and creative. So this year he's nine. They decided uh, he decided Blake wanted to be a box of McDonald's French fries. He <laughs> loves his French fries. <laughs> and then they, they didn't stop there. That The custom-made you know, red box with the golden arches and the big yellow French fries coming out of a, his wheelchair mm-hmm. um, looked perfect. And then they made his little baby brother a bottle of ketchup. <laughs> and he walked beside. Well, McDonald's heard about this, and they offered Blake a lifetime supply of French fries. Nice. Isn't that so fun? Wow. So all that creativity, not only did they make everyone smile in the neighborhood, but Blake gets to have free French fries. fries. For life. Fries for life. Talk about a supersized <laughs> box of fries. <laughs> right? That's awesome. Great story about the kid whose parents... Uh, they adopt his costumes for his uh, his wheelchair, and they made him a giant box of French fries. So they must have had fun going around their neighborhood. My my daughter Amber, she lives in another city now. She would have loved if they came to her door because she she kept texting me throughout the evening. How many people have come by your house? How many, hey Dad, how many people were you guys getting? And I could tell like something was up. We called her after we had called it a night and went in. They did not get one 
kid Aww, at their door. that's so sad. And she was so super excited because she moved into a new house a few months ago. Oh, and, how exciting. And was, yeah, and was really like, all right, new neighborhood, Halloween, trick or treat. We're going to get a bunch of gun and see all the kids in their costumes. It's going to be wonderful. And she followed her mom's advice, even though it was a stretch for her living on a budget, you know, as a, a young 20-something she went and bought the full size candy bars. Oh, wow. So now she's That's like, amazing. I've got all these full size candy bars to eat. <laughs> uh oh. Too bad she didn't save the receipt in the original box. Yeah, I'm th- if I'm a store, I'm having a no candy return policy. <laughs> There's no way I'm taking candy back. So, anyhow, she was just. Bottom line, she was kind of disappointed Aww, that she didn't get so like tough. literally not one. So tough. And she thought because there's a bunch of little kids that live in their neighborhood, but she thinks they probably either went to trunk or treat at their churches or they went to other neighborhoods. Yeah. Rather than theirs. Looking at those trunk or t- uh, so many of our Kevin and Taylor listeners have posted pictures of their trunk and treat from mm-hmm. the past weekend. That is way more work than just having people come to your house. It's like have you seen how elaborate there was one that looks like a giant cookie monster? Oh, yeah. There's yeah, yeah. like the someone did our friend Morgan did the whole set of Encanto, the Disney movie. It's like you got to build a, a theatrical set and, you know, have the candy and everything else. But I think they, they started the trunk or treats started as an alternative, mm-hmm. like for people who want an alternative. But at least from the people I see on the social medias. It's not an alternative. It's a yes end. Yes. <laughs> a, you do we're, both. Gonna, we're going to that. We're going to go to our church trunk or treat. And then we're going to go around the neighborhood. Exactly. It's not an either or. Yeah. It's a it's a both. It's a yes end situation.